one of the lovely things about working with Chartered Institute of Marketing marketers, uh, those who are looking to develop their careers and evolve as uh, marketing professionals, is the innovation, ideas, thinking and, and energies that come out of the uh, the group work. Um, I spent a really um, good session this weekend with um, some uh, delegates who are working on their professional qualification study for the uh, marketing diploma and uh, one of the areas that we were covering through the module of their study is driving digital experience. Now of course for all of us um, whether we are in a small business, whether we're in a large corporate working internationally or locally, uh, whether we're looking um, to develop a startup um, or our own kind of self-projects, the experience that we give to the people we're trying to communicate with, be that customers, other stakeholders, partners, investors, whoever these individuals might be, it is all about driving an appropriate experience. And so we began the session of planning, you know, what really makes a great digital experience and how can we then drive that forward by really kind of doing a deep dive into the various elements of what um, experience comprises of, you know, what, what actually is an experience and kind of how can we ensure that any experience that we do give, because of course, as soon as we start communicating, we are providing an experience whether we like it or not. So how can we assure ourselves and how can we um, ensure that we provide a sustainable experience that is something that's you know, measurable, something that's high value, something that's um, really appropriate to the messages and things that we're looking to communicate. So the first thing that we um, were looking at was kind of what is at the core of really, really high quality experience digitally, but of course a lot of this crosses crosses over into the uh, the real world, the, the physical world that we um, live and breathe in. And we came up with four different um, aspects, really. Um, one being very much the tone of voice. We, we need to provide an appropriate tone of voice. So very much a tone of voice that reflects the kind of style that we have as individuals and or as a brand. There, there's no point in trying to be something we're not. So driving you know, really high quality experience is all about a tone of voice that's appropriate. I mean, if I start squealing and getting super excited on this particular uh, podcast, obviously that isn't my personal style, so why would I do that? Um, and it isn't just to be liked. And a lot of the time we go chasing customers, go chasing followers, and maybe move beyond what is an appropriate tone of voice for ourselves. So the starting point very much is to be you know, authentic, um, and honest about our limitations, who we are, the kind of service or products that we're offering, um, to, in, in essence, really align ourselves with the right kinds of customers, the right kinds of experience, um, and the right kinds of ultimate outcomes. So for me, that's a really important one, and that, that came through loud and clear as we went through this discussion. Another really important thing um, in driving appropriate um, experience with customers um, is about providing choice. Now here we need to strike a balance because I guess in an ultimate experience, it's about one-to-one experience. In other words, you're providing an experience to somebody that is completely and utterly customized and bespoke to them. Now for most of us, we don't have the bandwidth or the resources, the time, the money and the energy um, to be able to do that. 
because what we um, are typically having to do is then provide you know um, a product or service on the back of the experience we're providing so we don't generally have this kind of uh, infinite amount of of time and energy and resources available so we have to choose what is appropriate and that very much comes down to prioritizing what is appropriate for us as an organization or as a business or as a brand or as an individual and actually what's appropriate for the customer or the person that we're trying to communicate with. So it is about providing choice, but providing choice to a level that's sustainable and that's appropriate for what we're trying to do. But certainly this whole honesty and authenticity piece, uh, for me, is really at the core of everything. So then we kind of moved into more of a practical um, definition, really, of this experience that we're looking to do. And providing some of the thinking behind the building blocks that will make up this experience so we can actually take this forward and actually make this a a reality and actually make it happen. So then what we thought is um, it needs to be planned and it needs to be planned around a specific set of needs. So our experience that we're going to be providing here in our communications and our marketing and our sales and our business development uh, and in essence really every point of interaction needs to be carefully planned around a specific set of needs that are customer has and of course if we can then make sure that everything is aligned against those needs then we're really appropriate and we start to build faith in our customers minds that you know we're actually worth building and sustaining a relationship with and by doing that what we're doing is we're starting to choreograph a journey now you could call this a customer journey you could call this customer experience we could call this user experience or we could even call it a sales funnel if you're using this process to find and refine experiences with prospects and look to turn them into customers but in essence really what we're trying to do is a journey so the kinds of content that we'd be looking to produce wouldn't just be one-off pieces of content that hey make us look good and hey maybe turn viral and you know all of those things that um, possibly make us lose sight on actually what we're trying to do here and the journey if we're planful and if we focus on delivering against a need provides a really nice structure to the kinds of communication that we're doing we also at this point need to provide as part of this experience something a little bit new so maybe something a little bit emotional that provides a bit of a hook so that people think okay yeah, in a practical sense, you're worth having a conversation with or you're worth developing a professional relationship with. But actually what I want to get as much as I get the uh, the logical, sensible, objective thing, I want to feel this thing too. So part of the experience is to actually provide something a little bit new that this particular person or individual or brand uh, can't get from anywhere else. So the experience is all about providing something, I mean, hopefully at a a level that you might describe as unique. Um, So if you're thinking about a unique selling proposition or unique uh, marketing proposition, this is where this would come in. Providing that little bit of added value, something that people can't get from elsewhere. And of course, that's a really neat way of ensuring that you get the attention and the focus from this third party so that now they're actually focused and pointing in your direction. What we also might want to do is to help them as part of the experience to learn something. So learning came through loud and clear here as being a really kind of fundamental building block in driving digital experience. So what can we help them to learn? And this might be educating them in a particular area, uh, providing some information that, um, again, as we say, we can't get anywhere else. So it's, again, this high value, um, inspirational engagement that allows them to learn and take away information, 
content and understanding that they might not previously have had. And if we can package that together in an offering or a proposition and tie that into the kinds of services that we're looking to offer here, that's a really strong way of ensuring the experience is high value. We then moved into some of the areas to consider um, in terms of providing the content around these experiences that we're looking to plan. So we were looking at striking a balance with familiarity. People need to identify that this is actually relevant and appropriate to them. So if you can provide content and information that, yes, extends their learning and their boundaries and maybe you know, gets them to think outside of the box, but also has an element of familiarity so they can feel comfortable comfortable absorbing this information and entering into this conversation. If we can help them to feel like important individuals so that it feels like we're really talking to them, not at them, but talking to them. If they feel like they can take on this sort of personalised experience and really identify and almost translate it for themselves, then personal is a really, really key thing to be thinking about. How can people feel like this is personal to them? As we say, it might be too much for them to feel that it's completely and utterly customised to them and that we're not designing our business from scratch to serve them. But at least if they can take away that, hey, you know, this is something you know, we really value you as an individual and we're going to show that to you and demonstrate to that to you we're going to give you evidence that you know people like you people really like you have had a great experience before so as part of this journey we're going to show you and help you to understand that you know you are part of a really really focused group of individuals who we'd love to have a relationship professionally with and what we're doing is we're providing them with a little bit of anticipation. And this was another word that came through. A little bit of anticipation, not necessarily in a completely unpredictable way, but in a more kind of memorable way. So we're helping them to anticipate that there's going to be something good here in terms of an outcome. So they start to turn the faith that, you know, we're the right kind of organisation or the right kind of person to be doing business with. It starts to turn this into something that builds and starts to enhance trust. Now, this is all about perception, of course, because at this point, they haven't actually necessarily experienced the product or service that we're looking to um, offer to them. So they will be making assumptions all through this journey as to whether yes or no, it's, it's um, an appropriate thing for them. Yes or no, they can afford this thing, whatever it is that we're offering. Um, yes or no, it's something that they'd want to engage with on a long-term basis because we probably just don't want a one-off hit here. We probably want to have some value from them in the longer term. So we're looking to give them a perception, help to sort of construct the perception in their mind that this experience is not only good but that it's sustainable and what we're looking to do here is kind of provide this this balance between subjectiveness of the experience and objectiveness so they need to see the nuts and bolts of the service that we're offering but they also need to feel that this is appropriate to them so in many ways the value that we're providing needs to talk both to their head and their heart so the very best experiences that you've ever had as a consumer or as a business person are where the experiences 
given you some real value from your head perspective, in other words, the logical, objective side of things, it's ticked all the boxes, but also from the subjective side, so from your heart, so you felt it was a good experience as well as you know that it's a good experience. So it's very much about mind and heart, you know, working in unison here. And that's what we've got to try and do. So we've got to hook people in and give them a great experience practically, but also emotionally. So they've got to love what we're doing. So we need to start using kind of evocative language that, you know, shows the passion with which we're offering this product or service, the passion with which we're delivering this experience. And if we can show that, there's a chance it might get replicated on the other side. We then thought, well, okay, so if we, if we know that we've got to deliver through these two kind of angles, if you like, to the customer, so we've got to deliver through the head and through the heart, what kinds of content, what kinds of experience, what kinds of communication would be appropriate? Well, there are basically five elements here. There is audio, emotional, visual, speech and touch. From the customer's perspective, these are the five different areas that we felt were probably the most important. Now, of course, with something like touch, that probably then takes us into the, the physical experience of the product or service that you're offering here. So, so it is something in the real world. But the other four, the audio, emotions, visual and speech, those things can be conveyed through digital medium. So what we're allowed to do and what we're able to do as part of the experience is create this nice blend between, you know, people researching who we are, people finding out who we are, us serving them in a digital sense, as well as actually offering these products or services through a physical means as well, kind of in the real world. And as part of this, what we need to do then is make choices about whether we're using audio um, as an appropriate means of communication. So the, 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 the sound of the, of the um, written word as opposed to the written word. So something like this podcast, for example, would be a really nice example of that, that kind of speech engagement. Obviously, then there's the kind of um, emotional engagement of imagery and a video. And of course, some of those things will be very appropriate to deliver this experience. And at times we do need to revert to the traditional written word. You know, it may well be that people have to read a contract or they have to read the terms and conditions or they have to read the features and benefits of what it is you're offering so that they can make these sort of sound, high value decisions as part of their experience. So it's a blend of these different channels. It's a blend of these different types of media and content to enable that fully rounded and fully featured um, set of um, experiences that they're having, again, that attend both to the head and to the heart. And this is driving really, really strong experience here. If we miss any of these elements out, certainly the group that I was working with really felt that it's important not to do that, that it's really important to make sure you do tick all of these boxes, you do engage objectively at the same time, time as subjectively, because if you can do that, you stand a really great chance of differentiating yourself from others who aren't doing that, but also you stand a really good chance of being able to sustain this experience and this relationship. So it is about putting things into the right kind of context. It's about making decisions of the right channels to communicate with, the right content to communicate through, and the right kind of experience to be um, offering up to the people that we're looking to communicate with. 
It's also about some of the really, really subtle things around sort of using or not using humour, of being very sensitive to cultural differences and language differences, making sure also that you attend to the right kind of economical perspective. Can the person you're trying to um, communicate with, can they um, provide you know, monetary return for the things that you're looking to sell for them? Can they afford it, in other words? And are you appropriate in terms of the timing and the timeliness of the experience that you're providing? Is it either too short or too long? Is it delivered at the right time of day, the right day of the week, through the right media? You know, there's a lot of things that go into making this up. And so for me, one of the big outputs, having considered all of these different elements, and I would certainly recommend going through and thinking about each of these in individual um, terms, because each one of these can be the make or break between you know um, an experience that's just okay or just good and an exceptional experience and if you really delve deeply into each of these things that we're talking about here there's a really good chance you might just find that little golden nugget that makes your experiences to your customers just so so much better than everybody else.